Welcome to ST Comic Book Review, where every week we review various saintly comics. We can be reached at stcomicbookreview at gmail.com. Hello and welcome to Saintly Comic Book Review with Brother Donovan and Brother Ken. Episode number 261, recorded April 1st, 2018. So, Ken, can you believe that we've gone 260 episodes covering random comic books based on biblical characters and religious figures? I can't believe it, man. It's amazing. And it took us this long to get to Samson, probably the most comic bookish manly man going. That's amazing. Right. Yeah, he he is like, you know, so many comic book characters and and other literary characters have probably come from uh, this story. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's interesting that we waited that long, but uh, but with the new movie that just came out, um, which I know I've seen and, and you haven't had a chance to see it yet, I have not. Uh, we felt like it was a good time to to do uh, Judges chapter thirteen through sixteen, which is the uh, the life and times of Samson. Yes, Samson, one of the judges. Okay. Um, yeah. So that movie had Lindsay Wagner in it. That's amazing. The Bionic yeah. Movie. Yeah, the new movie had Lindsay Wagner as her as his mother and uh, Rutger Hauer as his father. Rutger Hauer, amazing. So, right. uh, replicant. There you go. Not only that, but also he played um, the villain in uh, to both Superman and Batman. He played um, Morgan Edge on Smallville, and then cool. he also played. Um, Oh, I forgot his name, but uh, he played the the bad guy in Batman Begins that kind of was trying to take over Wayne Enterprises. So, oh right, right. Oh. So he plays a darn good bad guy, but here he is in the new movie playing Samson's father, and he looks very biblical. He's got the beard going and everything, the the, the weird beard. Um, nice. I don't, I don't think we can call it weird beard, Ken. Well, okay, he looks. He it looks was the very, beard looks, of the time. He looks very biblical. Right. Unfortunately, he does not look like uh, the gentleman who played Samson, who I thought was was well casted, uh, looked the part, um, but unfortunately did not look like his mother and father. He was much darker skinned. And... <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't look anything like the bionic woman. Oh, well. Right. What's funny, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, I can't remember who Lindsay Wagner is. I should know this. Oh, really? Yeah. But Billy Zane's in it too, so uh, it was uh, every time he was showing up, I was like, "All oh, right, the the Phantom, the Phantom, <laughs> <laughs> or the really jerky guy from uh, Titanic." Uh, right, yeah, he, that was probably his biggest role. Yeah, but he'll always be the Phantom for me. There you go. You made a good Phantom. Yeah. So uh, today uh, we chose because uh, Samson has been um, adapted many times over the you know. 100 plus years of comic bookdom. But uh, we chose today two rare, fairly co- uh, more recent interpretations. We're using the story that came out of the Action Bible, uh, which I believe has a cover date of 2010. Yep, first publication. And then, uh, right. And then in addition to that, we're also going to review the same story. Uh, but this time from the Kingstone Bible, uh, which was released as volume four, which was issue number four 
of the series, and that had a copyright of 2014. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 fairly more recent versions. I did kind of want to go back and do like uh, I think there's a uh, Comics Illustrated version from you know back in the 40s or 50s, but uh, but I felt like maybe maybe it'd be more interesting to to see how he looked in a, uh, drawn more contemporary. Yes, drawn and also um, the stories because. As much as this comes from the Bible, of course, there are um, interpretations. Each one has their own little spin on things. And um, right. there's differences between them. And there's slight differences in the stories. And uh, it's, it's interesting. And that's what we're here to talk about. Right. And since there was two movies, there's been more than two, but, but uh, I do kind of want to mention the two big movies based on Samson. One, the Samson and Delilah movie from 1949. Uh, which I can't believe it's been it's that old. It still looks great. Just watched it the other day, mm-hmm. and then also kind of comparing that to the newer, the newer 2017 2018 uh, Pure Flix version of of Samson, which is the one that just came out. Mm. So I know that you haven't seen the, the the Samson and Delilah one for a long time, and you haven't had a chance to see the Samson one yet. But uh, hopefully, I won't spoil too much since it is the same story. But uh, I might mention. <laughs> The things that those two movies uh, left out or added to um, as we're going through these these two comics as well. Okay. Cool. All right. So as always, we kind of go through uh, and do a very high level. Do not do not uh, write us. Oh, speaking of writing, Ken, uh, the other day I got I got a, I got an email stcomicbookreview mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody thought the st stood for. Uh, one of those science fiction ones, uh, Star science Wars fiction. or Star Trek show, or can't remember. I think Star Trek would be more appropriate. Given uh, the I guess that would. Yeah, but, give that makes sense. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, huh. yeah. St. Huh. Oh, well. Interesting. Yeah. So, I apologize if anybody has been misled. Ah, yes. This is more All right. So, uh, as always, we're going to just do a high level. Uh, overview of of the Bible verses we're, we're talking about in the comic book. Uh, so we're not going to go into super detail. So again, don't write us saying that we left out this part or that part. I'm just kind of uh, just a high level overview. So we're doing uh, Judges 13, 14, 15, and 16. So we'll just start with 13, which uh, the Bible I was reading had it uh, kind of a subtitle of Birth of Samson. So the story starts with a barren woman being visited by an angel a couple of times who keeps telling her that uh, she's going to have a son and uh, he'll be a Nazarite, uh, which means that uh, he's not to partake in alcohol, touch the dead, or ever have a razor touch his head. Eventually, the angel returns a third time. This time he talks to both the woman and her husband, and he relates the same message. The man, not knowing that he's an angel, Ask him for his name, and the angel refuses to give it to him. Uh, the man then offers a goat up to God, and in the flames, the angel reveals that he's an angel and flies away to heaven. And then later, the baby is born, and they name him Samson. Judges 14 is the marriage of Samson. So many years later, Samson is now a grown man. He has fallen in love with a Philistine woman, much to his family's disapproval. He does plan to marry her, and even though the family disapproves, uh, they do go ahead and go through with all of the preparations to have him marry this woman. One day, Samson is traveling to the city 
to see his new fiance when he is attacked by a lion. Samson gets the power of God and he rips the lion apart with his bare hands. Uh, later still, this time maybe within a day or so of the wedding feast, uh, Samson visits the lion carcass and he sees that a beehive has been set up there and he scoops up some of the honey, remarking on how sweet it is. Later at the wedding feast, Samson proposes a riddle to the Philistines and wagers 30 items of clothing that no one will understand it. They accept the offer, and the riddle goes as this. Out of the eater comes food, and out of the strong comes sweetness. Days go by within the feast, and still nobody has figured it out. They ask his new wife to trick Samson into getting the answer, which she does. Then the Philistines play it off like they figured it out, and they say to Samson that a lion is powerful and honey is sweet. This enrages Samson, and he departs to get the promised cloaks. He goes off, and he kills 30 Philistines to get the garments. And when he returns, he finds out that his wife has gone ahead and married another Philistine man who was there as acting as his best man. Chapter 15 of Judges is entitled, Samson Defeats the Philistines. So sometime later, Samson returns to see his wife. And this is when he learns that his wife is actually married to somebody else. This again puts him in a rage, and he goes out and he finds 300 jackals, which he ties torches to their tails and sends them running throughout the Philistines' fields, which all promptly burn down. The Philistines, unable to get a hold of Samson, instead take out their rage on Samson's former fiance and her father, and they burn her to death. Uh, Samson then vows that he will have revenge, and then he runs out and hides in a cave. Philistines try to pressure Samson's people to give him up, and eventually they themselves find Samson and talk him into turning himself in. He does allow them to bind him and take him into custody. When he arrives at the Philistines, uh, the power again enters Samson, and he breaks away from his bindings, and he kills 1,000 soldiers using only an animal's jawbone. Uh, Samson, uh, after the battle, Samson prays to God, says that he's thirsty, and then God breaks open a rock, and water flows out for the man. And then the final chapter, 16, is called Samson and Delilah. Later, Samson is visiting a prostitute in the city when he is surrounded by a mob who are wanting to kill him for his previous uh, attacks on the thousand soldiers. Samson escapes by ripping the door off of the city and then walking away with these ginormous doors upon his back. Later still, Samson meets and falls in love with a woman named Delilah. The Philistines get her to find out what Samson's power is and report it to them. Over the course of many nights, she would ask him, how does he get his powers? And he tells her various different ways, like tie me up with fresh bowstrings or tie me up with new ropes or weave my hair into a uh, spinning web. Uh, each night uh, after he tells her, she does whatever it was. Uh, then she says the Philistines are about to attack. And then when he uh, jumps up, he still has his full strength and he, he overtakes them. Finally, she says that uh, Samson no longer loves her at all, that she's only, he's only toying with her, and that uh, if he really did love her, he would tell her the truth, which he does. He says that if uh, you cut my hair, I will lose my power. So that night, as he's asleep, she cuts his hair, 
and this time when the Philistines arrive, he is weak and easily captured. The leaders of the Philistines gouge out his eyes and then force him to push a grinding skull, a grinding stone day in and day out. So much time passes as he's a prisoner, and then the Philistines are having a huge celebration for their god Dagon. Uh, during the festivities, they want to show off the captured Samson, so they bring him out. And while everybody's laughing, Samson gets the power again from God since his hair has grown out a little bit. And he's able to push over two massive columns that are supporting the wall. And then the, ta then the whole temple topples down on everybody that was watching. The end. I guess it's not really the end, but uh, that, that ends uh, Samson's story. Exactly. <laughs> it ends with a bang. And uh, Samson ends up uh, getting crushed too. So there right. you go. Yeah. But he, so he ran, he was top dog in Israel for 20 years. Yeah. He ran during, things. Uh, yeah. During that time, he was, uh, he was one of the judges. There you go. Interesting. Of the Danites. There you go. Okay. Well, um, you know, I had seen. The movie, the uh, 1940s, whatever movie. Who, who started that? Victor Mature? Who, who was Samson? Um, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know him that well. Victor Mature, yeah. Oh, Victor Mature. Okay. Yeah. It was Victor Mature. Okay. I don't know what else he was in. but uh... <clears throat> Yeah, he was in a lot of different things. Uh, he was a big star back, back then, I guess. Uh, yeah, so, um, so I had seen uh, the book. I mean, I seen the movie. Um, right. I, I had quite – I mean – been a Catholic all my life. I had never actually opened and read these uh, these sections of Judges, um, mm -hmm. and so I did, and it was very interesting. And of course, read these books, um, which were interesting, visual and uh, and and dialogue uh, telling the story. And I just uh, I, I there was a lot more detail than I than I was aware of, and I got to say. Um, He he had the wrong motivations in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. Uh, he had all this power, as we all do. We all get gifts from God, but mm -hmm. for him, it was very literal. He had these powers, and yet uh, he kept putting women above his uh, his need to 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 do what God's telling him to do. Yes. So yes. to put it in uh, comic book terms, uh, women were definitely his kryptonite. Oh, big time. Big time. And it kept on happening over and over again. Right. Yeah, and, he never learned. And especially Philistine women. He digs Philistine women. Right. Yeah, in the 1949 movie, uh, you know, they have to add a lot to a movie. I mean, the, the book the books are only like six pages in the Bible. Yeah. So to yeah. get a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movie out of that, you have to add a lot. And in the 1949 movie, they do have a, uh, a another Danite woman who's in love with him, and he always kind of pushes her aside because he's in love with uh, Angela Lansbury, who plays the uh, the first wife. And then, um, <laughs> murder and she then wrote. the yeah murder. <laughs> That's how I know her. I grew up watching Murder She Wrote, so yeah, watching yeah. her as a younger, much younger woman, you know, in these sexy outfits, it was it was a little weird because I'm like. Ah. I keep waiting for someone to die, and she has to figure out who did it. <laughs> exactly. But no, it never happened. 
But what's interesting in that movie, uh, and I know we need to talk about the comics, but in in the movie, uh, um, Angela Lansbury's character, the first wife, and Delilah are actually sisters. Ah, so they are connected. Yeah. And so uh, in, in – while she was still alive, Samson was always like, you know, I, you know, you're the one for me. Even though there was other suitors and stuff, he was always the one that was only had eyes for Angela Lansbury and kind of uh, jilted uh, Delilah a little bit. Which, uh, which is not in the Bible anywhere, nor is it in these these comic books. No, but. because um, the first wife was a good girl. I mean, except for. You know, uh, betraying his uh, his trust about the whole riddle thing, right? But, but she was forced to. Um, however, Delilah, I mean, she was a prostitute. It doesn't actually say she's the prostitute in in the Bible. Okay, but they make that pretty clear in the second book from the Kingston Bible. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now they skip. Okay, so here's some comparing and contrasting. Uh, the first book, the action comic book, has far fewer pages. Maybe it's half the number of pages or, or whatever. It's a lot fewer. So they cut a lot of things out, um, like the first encounters that Je- uh, Samson has with Delilah. Not in there. Um, they just pick it up with Delilah being, ga- being bribed, basically, to find right. out uh, Samson's secret, where the second book, it goes into a lot more detail about how they first met. But, right, which, which, in the defense of action, com, uh, action Bible, I mean, yeah, that that is how it is in the Bible. It talks about him visiting a prostitute. It doesn't say it's Delilah, and then it says later, uh, he he starts dating and falls in love with uh, Delilah. Right. So, okay, um, yeah, well, but that's a good example. No matter what the, no matter what the uh, particular expression of the original story. Right. There's going to be things added to it. Well, sure. maybe things cut from it. You don't know. Right. And like in the 2018 movie, mm-hmm. um, Delilah is actually uh, – she's dating the uh, the king's son. So oh. Billy Zane plays the king. He has a son, uh, and she's like his – not wife, but you know, concubine something. Somehow they, they're uh, together. Right. And uh, Samson's first wife is is her, uh, I guess, attendant. So she would brush, she'd be the one brushing her hair at night and things like that. And then, uh, you know, because she's brushing Delilah's hair and she's smiling. And then Delilah's like, why are you smiling? And she's like, oh, I fell in love with Samson, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, so that's how she gets tied in with that in that movie. And then, mm-hmm. and then, uh, then, like I said, obviously that's different than the 1949 movie, which is also different than what's in the Bible and what's in these two stories. So, right. so, anyways, back to these these books. Both 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 uh, versions do start with the visitation of the angel um, to uh, to his father and mother, yep. and they're depicted a little differently in each comic. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, action comic one mm-hmm. real quick. Um, how is he depicted there, the angel? Uh, he's got – he looks to be like maybe a middle-aged guy, and uh, and he's got the uh, like, like a red, blonde, red beard kind of thing going, and he's got like normal robes. He looks like a normal guy, really, um, but he looks more mature kind of guy, um, and he's the angel, and he 
just walks up to him. Right. Um, of course, there's one part where he's depicted as, you know, going up to heaven and taking off or whatever uh, <laughs> with, like, flames under him and stuff. But right. He looks kind of more or less normal kind of kind of kind of guy. Yeah, like a, a blonde surfer guy. Uh, I mean, he's definitely yeah, blonde, he's blonde or, or yeah. red haired. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like a Norse guy or something. Like like maybe yeah, Thor. Yeah, like Thor. You know, I, 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 on a casual day. <laughs> right. And so in the Kingstone Bible, he's depicted as uh, clean shaven. Yeah. Uh, hair is not too terribly long, but it is brownish instead of the the darker color like like all the other people in in these scenes and he's just wearing a, a white robe and and he's kind of clear or glowing so a little bit here it's a little harder to believe that uh, they wouldn't think that he was some sort of thing they wouldn't think that he was something other than just a guy that walked in right whereas yeah. in the bible and in the action bible they thought he was just a dude that walked up and said, "Hey, you're about to have a baby," and then walked off. You know, so yeah. So in the uh, Kingston Bible, the guy look, where the one guy looked a little bit like a surfer dude. This guy looks very idealized, uh, young, uh, you know, good looking, you know, fairly big guy, um, rather idealized. Sure. I didn't notice he was all that big. Well, well, yeah, I guess you know he's quite a bit taller than. Well, I mean, than he's, he's no Samson. But, right, yeah. right, right, right. He's tall, not necessarily uh, muscular. Right. Okay. But uh, but what what I thought was interesting, and and you know we've talked about this in the past, is you know how many times in the Bible an angel comes to just tell somebody that they're about to have a baby. Yeah, you know I've heard that story before somewhere. <laughs> Where did I hear that story? Hmm. It, it happened I think a few it, times. I think it was an angel too. It's hmm. always an angel. It's always an angel. Okay, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I wonder if uh, you know they just <laughs> – it just seems like they do that a lot, right? I've got to go tell somebody else they're about to have babies. <laughs> and of course, the lady has to be barren. Sure. So Or, yeah, really old and they're, or barren. And they're really not expecting anything to happen. And uh, the old uh, immaculate conception. It happened right. more than once. Well, actually, the immaculate conception is when – Mary was conceived. That's different than when Jesus was conceived. Just saying. As you know, Ken. I don't know. Yeah, the Immaculate Conception is is when when Mary Mary was was conceived without sin. Uh, When Jesus was conceived, that's called biology. Yeah, that's called something else. And unfortunately, the the name is uh, eluding me because I wasn't expecting to talk about it. Okay, but it's called something else. But because everybody always, everybody knows Immaculate Conception from, you know, Madonna albums and other things like that. That that's the name that everybody associates with Jesus's conception, but it's actually Mary's. Oh, I did not know that. Boom! A life, a lifetime of being a Catholic, gone through uh, catechism, never knew that. Fascinating. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right. (laughs) <laughs> oh no no i'm sure you're right well, there's always you, the chance you, you teach uh catechism or have in the past right i have in the past yeah yeah but that's not to say i haven't made a mistake or two well no but you know when i when i get all my information from comic books and movies you know you're bound to make a mistake or two <laughs> it it can happen it can happen just kidding i don't get all my information from comic books and movies but i do enjoy both so there that's you go. what we're talking about yeah but the main point Without biology, uh, 
the chosen one is born. Although a bigger deal the second time than the first. The second time was okay. You're talking about Mary's conception or Jesus' conception? Jesus. Which one's the second one? That's what I'm asking. Jesus. Okay. Then which was the first? Jesus. Samson. Right. Because the both stories are extremely close. Uh, At that part, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus didn't push down a building with columns. But the beginning part, extremely similar. Right. Which is – the reason I like the movies and stuff is because you can expose them to children, and then you can then expound on them. Same thing with the comic books. That's why I've been – I've given this comic book out to several people because you know, if they read it, they can get – an idea of what it was, and then they can go back and read the real story and be like, "Oh, that's you know, know the know the the, the more of it than than what the comic book might just glance over, right?" And the, and the movie or whatever. So, anyways, shall we continue with the uh, analysis of the two books, please? So the next big event in both is the the lion. Yes, the lion. Yes. So, uh, which which one did you like better? Oh, how they depicted the the lion fight. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't remember either one. Well, in general, I like the artwork in the Kingston comics a little better. Um. And now I'm looking at the Kingston comics, uh, or the Kingston comic book. Right. Uh, ones and now I'm just going to look at back at the action bible real quick. Yeah, I don't remember one. Oh, hmm. Well, I think I think the action comic looked a little bit more actiony, <laughs> which really, kind of makes sense. Well, the action comic is all one panel, right? It shows I, one I know, panel I know. The, with the lion there's growling, one, and the next one is there's the one awesome one. Yeah, that one with the roar, the big roar, and then the lion is like, I mean, they're like face to face fighting. Right. It's almost like he's fighting a man, but it's a lion. That's a really good panel, right? Whereas I think I might lean towards the Kingstone Bible a little bit right. because yeah. it it was more panels, uh, even though it's it, only like two more panels. But uh, I well, don't know. Yeah, it's a bigger book in general. But maybe I just like the the version of Samson in this book versus the other one. I mean, right. in honesty, Kingstone Bible, he looks like Conan. <laughs> they have depicted him to look like Conan or Hercules or something like that. Yeah. Whereas the Action Bible, I think they're trying a little bit more to make him look like a, a real person. Right. Uh, even though he is definitely muscular, but he's not. Over the top muscular. Yeah, like he he's over the top muscular here. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Reading a comic book, I'm kind of leaning towards the the Kingstone version, just right. because you know, I am a big fan of Conan and <laughs> and things like that. So, like, <laughs> well, I, I I think the coloring and the and the detail in the artwork is superior sure. in the uh, in the Kingston uh, Bible. I, I do I do like that picture that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They're both good. But the idea that um, the lion is killed and then bees set up shop in the carcass. Right. Now, this is God involved, so anything's possible. But 
Is that like common that bees will set up shop in in a in a carcass? Um, I don't know for sure, but I have seen it in other movies and video uh, not video games, but other movies and TV uh-huh. shows ah. where a beehive would be set up inside of a dead animal. Ooh. So I guess it can really happen. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it could. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about the action comics, the action Bible, is yeah. that it's literally the next panel, right? It's, yeah. It's fighting, and then the next panel, he's scooping out the uh, yep. the honey. Yeah. Whereas in the Bible and in the Kingstone story, yeah, he you know he has time. He spends it with his, you know, getting the the marriage preparations from his family and things like that. And then he comes back much later and finds the honey. Yeah. Well, it kind of rushes things a little. Sure. Bit. I mean that's sure. that's a general comment about the action uh bible. Um right. it's 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 trying to tell the story in a lot fewer pages. Right. So it's being expeditious in parts. It's right. a little King, rushed. Kingstone Bible just definitely had uh more elbow room to flush out the story a little bit more because you know they were releasing it as volumes whereas the Kingstone the action bible was like boom here's the whole thing old <laughs> testament new testament one book yeah you know good luck picking it up kid you know that kind of thing. <laughs> right so so yeah no i i get it. i i forgive them for their brevity but because we are comparing them i just wanted to point that out oh yeah 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 and there's nothing wrong with i mean if you got smaller amount of uh, pages to work with then you know that's fine you 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 need to pick where you need to cut and be sure expeditious in your storytelling uh, that's one of the things i liked about the kingston version better is because they didn't cut things out it made more sense sure um because there were definitely some things that were going so fast in the action bible they didn't make as much sense for me but right and like i said i think that their purpose of making these comics was to let's it's like a cliff note version of the story mm-hmm. let's let's Get it on a kid's radar exactly. so that when they're exposed to it in church or Sunday school or whatever, that they'll already have some sort of basis to build on. Right. So Agreed. All right. So the next big event is the wedding. So um, what do you think of that? The uh, Well, let's just talk about the wedding in general. I've never liked the, the riddle. <laughs> I've always thought – you know, I always like riddles that have – a logical progression to them, you know, maybe taking something that you, you know, wouldn't have thought of normally in that regards, mm-hmm. but at least it could have made sense. Whereas this one, unless you happen to have scooped out the honey yourself, yeah, you, you would not You'd have ever no way of knowing that. It's like, I, I, you know, I, I would have asked if I was the guy that, you know, that was involved in the, uh, in the bat. And if I didn't force the, um, the wife or the, the future wife to go ahead and spill the beans. I would have said, "That's a BS riddle. What? What are you talking about? Honey from a from a lion? What are you crazy?" Right. Instead of just playing it off like you figured it out. <laughs> but they got their thirty robes or whatever. So whatever. Yeah. But it's like, come on, that doesn't that that riddle doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it reminds me of when uh, Bilbo sticks his hand in his pocket and he says, "What's in my pocket?" to himself, and then Smeagol thinks that that's the riddle. Uh, again, there's no way anybody could have ever figured that out, and yeah. it and it's not really a riddle. Yeah. Yep. But uh, now, well, which one of what's these... black and white and red all over? Now that's exactly. a riddle. 
Right. That's a, that's that's a riddle. That is a riddle, and I agree. And it could be, you know, you have your real answer, the newspaper, or the joke answer, zebra with the sunburn. Nah. Uh, but <laughs> they both go. work. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I've heard the second one. <laughs> oh, really? No. That's funny. Cool. All right. So uh, I definitely think that the uh, the comic book kind of, um, at least the action comics, uh, it it doesn't say that he went and killed those people to get the robes. It just kind of shows them throwing them around and maybe stealing their clothes. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how it is in the Kingstone Bible. Do you remember? Um, not off the top of my head, but it seems like he's really laying a hurt on these guys. Right. But again, I don't think it says he kills them. So at least, uh, I mean, they're trying to PG it up a little bit for the, right. for the children's. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, the rest of the day and the evening, Samson went through the area beating and robbing Philistine men and taking their fine robes. Okay, so it says beating and you know, right. beating them, but it doesn't say he might killing them. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm pretty sure the Bible flat out says they did. Wow. That's too bad. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. Now, if, right. if, you, if you're attacked and you got the old jawbone thing going, okay, fine. You know, you right. got an army coming at you. You're not going to play light. You know, uh, right. uh, PG thirteen. But you know, when you're try- trying to mug people, and by the way, there's a lot of things Samson's doing, which is really, really Not... immoral. <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. For uh, for being a, a person that he's not supposed to, uh, you know, he, he's supposed to be a Nazarite, right? He's supposed well, to be exactly. given to God at birth. Uh, he he doesn't really follow his plan, and I think exactly. that's I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Even though he was granted all this, um, all these gifts, he still wasted them oh, doing yeah. uh, selfish things. Yeah, and, and I looked up what a Nazarite is just just so I I knew for sure. Mm-hmm. One dedicated to the special service of God, usually through a vow of abstinence from strong drink, from shaving. Or cutting hair, and from contact with a dead body, which I find the last one is really interesting. Okay, I'm sure there's a reason for that, but okay. Um, right. So there you go, shaving or cutting of the hair. Well, there you go. Um, but the thing is, that almost sounds like a priestly vow. It sounds like something somebody consciously became because they loved God and and sure. and wanted to be in service. But Samson had nothing to do with entering this pact. It was his mother uh, and the angel. it was the angel that told him that that's what he was going to be. Well, right. uh, okay, so that's even – so that – you know, th- there's a whole thing about – When, when th- God tells you you're going to do something, you kind of need I, to do I it. I know, but there's a whole <laughs> thing about self-determination and like making a commitment and sticking to it, and it's like Samson didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a- anyway Right And then he ends up Being a really nasty guy Anyway That's true um, It is interesting how the uh, Action Bible kind of skips over All those those three things that uh, A Nazarite's not supposed to do Yeah well. um, the, It only focuses on the hair thing uh, right. Whereas the Kingstone Bible at least tries to bring in That uh, Samson's not supposed to Contact dead yeah. Uh, bodies yeah which but, is the the lion right but that's 
that's because I think they're skipping over the fact that he killed those 30 men to get the clothes. Because I think that was when he broke that vow because oh. he had to disrobe the dead bodies. Uh, because you could – they could touch dead animals. They had to eat. Yeah, exactly. They had to make their offerings to God. So yeah. they would have been – they would have touched a dead animal in the past. Right. So him eating the, the bees, uh, eating the honey out of the the lion carcass. Now I'm not I'm not an expert, so I don't know for sure, but I don't think that's when he broke that vow. Well, uh, how about when he like beat or killed like a thousand guys? But right. they were well, Philistines, so as long as he didn't off. touch them, I guess he's okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they 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 died after he touched them. Okay, right. that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whack him on the head with the jawbone. And by the way, did did that did God orchestrate that? I mean, I guess because it wasn't he. Isn't this whole thing put in motion to fight against the Philistines? Right. Yeah, he's supposed to. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. But what's interesting about the Bible and that the the movies and stuff kind of they make him out to be Conan or, or yeah. Hercules, who's strong all right. the time. Yep. Whereas. Yep. When I read the Bible, it seems like he only is super strong at certain moments when he feels God's power right. coming through him. And yeah. it's it's when he needs to fight the lion or fight the, the Philistines or, or bring down the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the comic book doesn't – you know it doesn't say you know he's getting the power now or whatever. But, uh, but he did get the power to kill the 30 uh, – to get the, the robes. So I guess God did want him to do that. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Who are we to judge? What we we was? aren't. We aren't. I'm just. It's just some aspects of of the story is just interesting. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So uh, speaking of another thing that's maybe not the nicest thing to do is uh, capture a bunch of foxes or jackals and tie torches to their tails. <laughs> yeah, clever idea, really. It now, really now, is. Now, how did he capture them? Well, I know he's Samson, but. Right. I mean, super strength, I don't think, is going to help you to capture these many foxes. Right. And tie, tie But he does it. I mean, he, he had 300 torches that he could just whip together. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, I, maybe God gave him some other gifts. <laughs> like <laughs> that maybe we don't he, could, know about? he could speak to foxes. He was this fox whisperer. Come, come, foxes. Right. And by the way, I'm looking at the Kingston Bible. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at the foxes with the uh, the torches at the at, on their tail and stuff. And at the top of the top of the page, I don't know if you happen to have it open. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the same thing. Oh, perfect, perfect. So when Samson goes to see uh, the father mm-hmm. uh, of the bride, um, he's got a dead animal over his shoulder. Right. It's blue. Uh, or yeah. It's blue. It, I, it's blue silver. It's a blue. I don't know. It's blue, and it's about the size of a medium-sized dog, and the head – you can't see Horse, all the it's head. It's like a horse's head? It's like a horse's head. Yeah, I thought the same thing. So I, I'm just asking, what is that? It's not a fox, is it? It's not no, a horse. So. It's an awful small horse. Is right. it a baby horse? Is it a Shetland pony baby? But horse? it has like a its tail almost looks like a sheep tail. You know, it's a little it's stubby, a small one, fluffy a stubby thing. One. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So I'm just wondering what that is. I wondered what it was too, <laughs> and then I also wondered because this is the Bible that made this is the the story that referenced him touching the dead lion. Is oh. it alive or dead? Right. Yeah. So 
Uh, yeah. I, I would assume it's dead, but yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Oh well. But it, I did think it was funny that here in the Kingstone Bible he says, you know, maybe you would like my younger daughter. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As a consolation, since yeah. we went ahead and gave away the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which again, kind of falls in line with the the nineteen forty nine movie, which yeah. is Delilah was the younger daughter. Okay. Oh, oh, was that supposed to be Delilah? I don't think so because she doesn't look like that later. No, but. she doesn't because uh, she's like like a hundred percent dark haired. Right. And this uh, one's black. And this one's yeah, or or maybe a brown, a right. light a light brown. Um, and now in the Kingston Bible. At least it makes it look like the younger daughter is still like maybe eighteen, you know, like legal. Sure, sure. Whereas the action comic makes the younger daughter look pretty young. Oh yeah, wow! I forgot that part was in there too. Yeah, no, she looks like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, people got married young back then. You didn't live sure. that long. Yeah, you didn't. But was it's old. like, ooh, she's look kind of young now. Hmm. Right. Well, again. This one's trying to look more realistic, and the Kingstone Bible is looking more, uh, you know, fantastical, uh, or idealized, or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I didn't even uh, catch that. Uh, yeah. I'd forgotten that was in there. Also, it seems like there's a little bit more um, slang that maybe the younger folk would more um, relate to in the action comic. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't, like I like some of the chapters are like oh yeah a bad haircut <laughs> yeah it's <that was> <laughs> like oh I I that I think that's kind of cool um, yeah no so I mean some of the term and and uh, I think Samson says something I forgot I, I don't know exactly where in the book it is but I think it's towards the beginning or something uh, when Samson like you know just gets through you know really displaying his strength he says something like nobody better mess with me. <laughs> and it's like, I could see Samuel L. Jackson saying that. I'm not quite sure about Samson, but yes, okay. <laughs> uh, good point. So they had a little bit more, you know, the, the terminology was just a little bit more, you know, accessible, I think, right, maybe, right. At, at times. Yeah. All right, so now we're getting to, uh, well, we can just go ahead and jump up to the uh, the thousand troops, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, Action Bible doesn't have anything in between, really. But uh, but the Kingstone Bible has a little bit. But uh, but both, basically, the the thousand thousand to one fight is is about where we want to go. Yeah. Um, again, Action Action the Action Bible has it as one panel. Mm-hmm. Him just looks like uh, well, one the, they're just flying away with uh w- with one swipe, and the Philistines yep. are just floating away like like feathers. Yep. And it's it's a good shot. I mean, he looks, you know, he's he's kicking booty, and sure. so he looks good in this one. But I'm more impressed with the uh, Kingston Bible one, the the right. artistry. Yeah, the two page spread. Exactly. There's a yeah. lot of stuff going on there. They spent some money on that. <laughs> What's funny is that in the 2018 movie, um, during this scene, it's just like Samson's like standing there, and then they're just kind of like jumping over the one that's that died before him right they're, so they just keep coming at him one at a time uh you know occasionally they would try to flank him but he would get them all and uh it seems like he's just standing in the same place and they all just keep coming to him yep 
And then they do when well, then it's all over. And then they do this wide shot, and you can see that you know there's like a thousand bodies uh, all over the place. Right. Whereas when they were doing the close-ups, it seemed like it was all happening in one little spot. Right. So I kept expecting to see like this big mound of of dead people, like from 300 or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then they <laughs> do the, the the pan out, and it's like spread out all over. And I'm like, I he did not travel that far down the road. It was like a, you know spread out between a mile. There's all these dead bodies right. everywhere. Uh, which was yeah. not depicted in the close-ups. Yeah. Now, if he was like the Flash too, then he could like <laughs> like go around, jump on, jump on, jump on, jump on, you know, keep, right. and then they'd right. be all spread out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't this? Didn't one of these books talk about something like he would beat them and they would it formed a wall around him or something? Um, I thought. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe that was actually in the Bible. That might have been actually in the Bible. Yeah. Anyway. It's um, but anyway, yeah. So he's Conan, and he's uh, like for twenty years, he's the judge. Sure. Yeah, yes, he's the judge. There you go. But uh, but you know, we always talk about the Action Bible abbreviating things. Yes, the Action Bible does mention him being thirsty, and then God giving him the water, yep. which I think is a pretty big deal in the Bible. Yeah. But uh, the Kingstone Bible does cut that part. Yeah, doesn't even bother mentioning it. So. Yeah. Which in the new movie they have that scene, and in the old movie they they did not. Hmm. The nineteen forty nine movie. There you go. All right, so now the Philistines are scared. Twenty two years of, uh, uh, I guess, relative peace yeah. between the the Danites and the Philistines. Yep. So they left them alone. Right. Whereas in the new movie, it was kind of depicted as Billy Zane was like, "We should just leave him alone, and uh, you know, he he ain't bothering us. We ain't bothering him." Mm-hmm. Even though his son was like, "We gotta go stop him." Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, but so anyway, so much later, uh, we got uh, him visiting the prostitute. So does it actually say that he's visiting the prostitute uh, in either one of these books, or does it just say he's visiting there? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So in the Kingston book, um, let's see. But his lust for forbidden fruit was not mm. satisfied. In direct disobedience to God, he traveled to Gaza of the Philistines looking for sin. Ooh. All right. So, yeah, he's definitely definitely not doing something nice there. No. Yeah, but he's with a lady that has like red – kind of like red-brown hair. Okay. Which is and, not and how this is, this is to your – what I think you said before. Right. Um – Oh, but oh, but Delilah has red brown hair in this. Okay, yeah, she's got the red brown hair. Okay, so well, you think I'm... it's the same person? I think so. Mm. I think. I mean, but yeah, I think. Mm. Anyway, all right, whatever. Well, I mean, who knows? But they, they're uh, not—they're not actually coming out and saying it. But quite frankly, I mean, all these elders are like. Going to her and offering the money and all that kind of stuff, and uh, they seem to be, and she's fine with the idea of doing things for money. I don't know. Right. And that's the, the thing. The whole thing's a bribe. Sure. It isn't yeah. like they're threatening her with death or something. I mean, they are paying her, and she's like, "Hey, forty pieces of gold, no problem." Right. Not that it was. No, 40 it's not, it's of more gold. than forty. It's uh, what five thousand five hundred? Yeah. Pieces of silver. Yeah, I, I thought I would. Yeah. Make, Make a little some joke. other illusion. Yes. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. 
And another right. thing is, how what an idiot he is. I mean, how many? <laughs> geez, I tied you up, and then they, and then, and then, then of course the Philistines come in, and of course he snaps the ropes, virgin ropes, and and he's like, uh, why did you tie me up? I I just wanted to see if you were lying to me or not. You buy that, right? And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, he's stupid. Yeah, he's stupid. And then and then when she does like like the braiding, it's like, really? And she does it again, do you? And you, oh, he keeps oh. falling for it. Yep. Like and I that, said, that's a script tonight. He just can't stop him. So. It, you ain't kidding, boy. Woo. You would think that after the first wife, he would uh, maybe mistrust people who keep asking him questions like that. Tell <laughs> me your deep dark secret. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You if you don't love me, if you don't tell me the thing that could get you killed, you don't. You just don't love me. Right. Yeah. Okay. But as far as Delilah's uh, motivations, um, it, it seems to be only money related in, in all three books, the Bible and, and these two yeah. comics. Whereas both of the movies gave her a different motivation. And, yeah. and the older movie, it was because she was jilted once upon a time uh, when he was courting her sister. And then in the newer movie, it's because uh, her her husband, her her whatever he is, is – the king's son who has this great vendetta against him and, and and he's using her to get close to Samson since he knows that he has a uh, a soft spot for women. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how different people spin the same story. Right. But yeah, long story short, uh he uh he uh he does he does give away a secret and um in the Kingstone Bible definitely more graphic as to how he gets his uh, eyes taken out. Yes, and look at the what the sadistic look on the guard's face. Yeah, he's he liking is it. digging it. Right. So Which... a little bit, a little bit of a Thor thing, uh, <laughs> having just seen uh, Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. But, but he had a, he had them both taken out. Samson. Uh, Samson. Yeah. yeah. Right. So in the action Bible, do they even mention it, uh, or do they? That might have been one of those things they went light on. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely in the movie because I took my children; they're they're eleven and nine to see the new movie, and that was the one part they were like kind of turning their heads uh, because you know it, it, Samson has his back to us when it happens, so you don't see what's happening, but you can hear it. Yeah. And then in the old 1949 movie, uh, they kind of do it in profile. So they get the, the the sword really hot, and then they start getting closer and closer to his face. And then it kind of pans in so that now all you see is the sword. And then they go into focus, and they show Delilah watching it. Or they watch the, the king's or the king's son, whoever he's mm-hmm. supposed to be in that movie, right. kind of watching it from the background. And then you just see this, like, red spear coming across the screen knowing what, what it's slicing into. So. Mm. Uh, so it's interesting how those two movies kind of did it where it wouldn't traumatize the children's right <laughs> and the Kingstone Bible man it's just like they're they're going that for guy's it. face he's like yeah yeah that's that's a scene yeah yeah so the action Bible definitely skips that part right completely and the haircut is really unattractive in the action Bible yeah it looks more like a she buried him somehow because he yeah. has like Completely bald spots in spots. Exactly. A very poor job done. <laughs> I just got to tell you. Delilah. 
those shears. Yeah, don't don't ever get a job as a hairstylist. If you go to a barber shop and you see a name tag Delilah, you <laughs> run. Go ahead and go to the next. <laughs> Your name's what? Delilah. Oh, pass. Uh, oh, I gotta serious. go. All right, so in both, uh, he's uh, he spends a lot of time pushing that grindstone, mm-hmm. literally. Yep. Um, do you think that the Conan the Barbarian movie borrowed this scene from for their movie? Uh, maybe, maybe because that's kind of how that's how that's how they justify how he got so big. That's not how he's done in the in the books or the comics, right? But definitely in the first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, that's yes. that's how they justify he goes from a little boy pushing a, a grindstone to a giant Arnold Schwarzenegger pushing <laughs> the same. Exactly. Yep. So. And of course, I don't know whether uh, any of the stories of uh, Heracles uh, or Hercules right. um, might have had anything like that. Not that I know of, but. Um, well, Hercules and Samson do have a lot of similarities that. They uh, do. They both fight lions. They both uh, are very strong. They both have disastrous first marriages. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've been trying to figure out which came first, Samson or Hercules. And depending on what you read, boy, that's it a goes good question. Ways. That's it goes a really ways. good question. Because I was huh. like, I was like, man, maybe they, you know, somebody took the story of Samson and kind of did a Greek mythology or, or Roman mythology spin on it to give it Hercules or could it have gone the other way or could it have just, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, depending on which source you look at, they, they both claim that one that Sam, they both claim whichever one they want to be. The oldest one is the oldest one. So right. I have not figured out a definitive answer because, uh, because, you know, I think the oldest judges text they can find is like from 1200 BC. Wow. Um, That's and pretty then, far back. And then supposedly from, you know, I, I didn't do a ton of research, but from yeah. what I found they they were saying that, well, the oldest Hercules uh, in literature is like 600 BC or 800 BC, you know, mm. uh, definitely two, 200 years later. Mm-hmm. But then I saw another thing that was saying, you know, the oldest Hercules, statue or or monument is like 6000 bc so you know i don't know which oh, one's wow. true. that far back yeah uh, that one seemed a little too far back but i was like well i don't know what do, what do i know yeah exactly <laughs> but they have similar similarities right they're definitely similar and uh you know uh, there's even a movie i haven't seen it i was kind of tempted to try to find it which was called uh samson versus Hercules? <laughs> There's three of them. I forgot who the third one is now. It's uh, Hercules and um, ah, who's another super strong guy from, from Greek mythology? Uh, well, um, a lot of them are really strong. Apollo's really strong. Hey, but... He wasn't a god, though. Who, who, what was uh, a demigod? Another demigod? What, what was the Odyssey and what was his name? Odysseus. Yeah, maybe it was Odysseus. So it was it was Hercules, Odysseus, and they travel to another land, and then they meet up with Samson. And uh, I don't. And know. they I, have adventures. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or they fight the each other. Amigos. I don't know. I just I just uh, saw it on IMDb, and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds like an interesting movie." <laughs> it came out in the the seventies, I think. Huh. So, okay. anyways, 
But yeah, you're right. Very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Especially the lion thing. I'm like, man, what yeah. are the chances that they'd both fight a lion as being part of their trials? Right. To get to where they go. Well, strongest critter out there. Pretty much. Right. Could have been a bear. Could have been. I don't think they have a lot of bears. In, do they have a lot of bears in that? Yeah, I don't think they do. <laughs> in the Middle East and the and, and Greece and the Mediterranean. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of bears there. Yeah. But but correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there a Lou Ferrigno Hercules movie where he pulls down pillars? Oh, for whatever reason that vision probably. is in my head. As we're reading all these, I'm like, I just keep seeing our, uh, Lou Ferrigno. Chained pulling up down pillars, pulling down pillars. Built, yeah, I but I looked it possible. up, and he was his, his name never came up associated with Samson. So I'm wondering if it they borrowed it for the Hercules movie. Maybe. Anyways, we're getting a little long in the tooth here. We so, are. Um, uh, but, but basically, both both stories end with him pulling down the the temple and, and crushing everybody. Yes. Big big splashy ending, um, which is not necessarily a happy ending, but. You know, he he did a lot of bad things right. as well as good things too. Um, but but I mean, technically, you know, it's almost like the whole Luke Skywalker thing bringing balance to the Force. You know, to to reference the Star Wars mm-hmm. that we mentioned earlier in the story. Right. Um, you know, he he brought balance by killing off both. You know, basically the Jedi and the and the Sith were both pretty much dead at the end of Return of the Jedi. Um. So, you know, therefore, a while I always thought that was the balance. The balance was is that, you know, he was the chosen one or the, you know, the the, the one that brought balance because he, you know, at the end there was nothing, no no one left. Mm-hmm. And, and here, you know, he was destined to bring down the Philistines and how he did it was by killing himself and bringing down the whole temple on, on everybody. Right. So, uh, you know, he did do – he did satisfy what he was destined to do, but – Maybe not in the in the manner that people were expecting, right? Which really makes the best kind of stories. Sure, that's why we're still talking about it. You know? Exactly, all these years, years later, later. three thousand years later. Yeah. Anyways, what else do you want to say about these books? Um, I just wanted to say that um, going through and reminding myself of the table of contents of the Old Testament. Um, definitely some of the books, uh, Joshua followed by judges followed by Ruth, which is very interesting because I love that album from Lyle Lovett in 1992, Joshua judges Ruth. And I, and I knew it was a biblical reference, but I didn't realize exactly what it was. And now I know you never put two and two together. I did not put two and two or three together. They're right in a line. Uh, That's awesome. In the Old Testament, so that is funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> revelations, revelations, uh, not incredibly important revelations, but still, nonetheless. Right, right. So, speaking of revelations, uh, what do you think about this episode so far? I think um, when you first mentioned the possibility of this being uh, something we could do, because of course. April Fools! This is April Fools' episode. Yeah, I, yeah. We're an hour in. I don't think anybody's still here. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody is, uh, April Fools! When you first brought this idea up to me, I was thinking, "Well, that's different." Uh, right. 
we don't normally go biblical uh, or go overly uh, religious. Sure. Even sure. though we're both Catholics, um, but it's like, ah, but hey, something different. Let's let's blaze some new, uh, blaze some new ground. Right, and just uh, I was not kidding when I kind of mentioned earlier about the ST comic book review. When I registered that domain name, uh, I did think that what if people think the ST stands for Saint, and that they're expecting some sort of you know biblical comic book. And <laughs> I even went ahead and kind of tried to find a whole bunch of biblical comics at that time. I was like, well, you know, could that even be a thing? You know, right. and, and there is a ton out there, but. You know, not all of it's good. I mean, these were fantastic. These these two publishers, to me, I think they knock it out of the park. Yeah, they. If you're a kid reading a good this, effort into you it. get enough of what 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 you need to get a, enough of, and it's still entertaining and, and action packed. You know, yeah. so. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I came up with this this and uh, uh, uh off. So 2018, April 1st is Easter. Yes, which is another reason why we mm-hmm. thought maybe this would work. Sure. So that being said, um, I doubt we do another saintly comic book review. Well, we don't want to repeat ourselves. <laughs> right. On our April Fools. But maybe we get enough buzz that people are just like, i got to get more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a tendency to generate buzz, don't we? Yeah, we're very Not... buzzworthy. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, it was a very small group. Anyway, so uh, that I thought it was interesting. Um now, I wasn't expecting to uh, to go down this path and uh, you know go a little bit deeper into the Bible than I than I do a lot. So right. um, I thought it was very interesting. It was good for you too yes, reading these it was comics good for me. It was Just good like, for me. Yeah. Now, after we saw the Samson movie, I did make my son go read the the chapters from the Bible, and then mm-hmm. he came back and told me what they left out of the out of the movie. Right. Because. Uh, the movie totally skips the uh, angel visiting and stuff. Uh, both oh. movies do. Hmm. Neither movie mentions that at all. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was pretty pretty significant. I mean, it is what the f- – just off the top of my head, what, there's four times that an angel comes and visits somebody and tells them they're going to get married uh, – have a baby. So, you know, uh, Mary, Elizabeth, Abraham's wife, and, and, and now Samson's wife. So, I mean, I mean uh, Samson's mom. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, four, in a lot. Four, four times, and one of them is Samson's Samson's uh, birth. Why why skip that in, in, when you're making a motion picture? And you're going to have to add so much more to to pad out the time. Why cut? You know, pretty significant time. And it could have been a cool visual to see him floating up in the fire. <laughs> but both movies skipped it. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, hopefully somebody stuck around and joined us, but if not... Uh, we'll be back with Star Trek next week. We'll definitely be doing Star Trek next week. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't think we forgot about it. Exactly. So this is episode uh, 261 AF for April Fools, and so next week is uh, Blood Will Tell. Is that right? Okay, good. Well, yeah. So a- episode two, uh, 262 is... IDW's Klingon Blood Will Tell uh, four and five, and we also do we also do another one. Uh, what is the other one? Oh, Alien Spotlight two. Oh, okay. Which I is do I do Klingon. I did enjoy those Alien Spotlight ones. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyways, so hopefully someone stuck around. If not, uh, I mean, if, if you did, thank you. If you didn't, you're not listening to this, so I can't say anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, Ken, for indulging uh, this little one-off. And uh, It was my pleasure, Donovan. Thanks for coming up with the idea. Yeah. I mean, this will probably be our last April Fool's, so don't expect anything next year. Uh, yes. Yes, exactly. Don't expect anything next year. Right. Then you won't be disappointed. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for the uh, for joining the saintly Star Trek comic book review. And saintly we'll be back comic next book week. review. Okay. Sounds good, right? That sounds great. Okay. See you next week, everybody. Thanks. Later. Thank you for listening to Star Trek comic book review. All Star Trek stories and characters are copyrighted CBS Studios Incorporated. All music, stories, and characters discussed are for entertainment purposes only. You can email us at startcomicbookreview at gmail.com. Visit us at our website, www.stcomicbookreview.com. Subscribe to us via iTunes or friend us on Facebook at first name, stcomic, second name, book review. See you next time on Star Trek Comic Book Review.